You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, this Monday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast is presented by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order of the best tasting protein bars ever. Titans fans, we are going to kick off a new week here on the Locked On Titans podcast by taking a look at what happened over the weekend? So the Titans hosted their rookie minicamp from Friday through Sunday. So on today's show, we're going to break down everything that took place and every piece of noteworthy news. So first, we're going to talk about who actually attended this rookie minicamp for the Titans because it included their draft picks, some undrafted free agents, and also some younger players who may not be rookies this year but still haven't had a ton of NFL experience. We're also going to talk about what the rookie minicamp consisted of. What did the players who were there actually do? And then also, we'll take a look at what's going to happen in the future for these rookies and when they're going to mesh up with the rest of their veteran teammates. Then we're going to dive into the individual observations from some of the Titans' top rookies. Also look at some of the undrafted free agents that I have my eye on for the Titans. And then over the weekend, as part of rookie minicamp, Titans on staff beat writer Jim Wyatt dropped what I would consider a a pretty solid nugget in his uh, Q&A article that he puts out every week. So we're going to talk about what he had to say about the wide receiver position for the Titans and why I think it's something that we may need to put a little bit of stock in. So excited to have a fantastic Monday edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it. Hope all of you Titans fans had a fun and safe weekend. Excited to kick off this week of the Locked on Titans podcast by doing a little bit of a recap of the Titans rookie minicamp from over the weekend. So we are going to dive into all of that before we do. It's just a Monday show. There's a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday Locked on Titans podcast waiting for you in the future. That's right. I am putting out daily Tennessee Titans content, not only during the season, but all year long. There's not another Titans content creator that can say that. So make sure that you never miss an episode of the Locked On Titans podcast by following or subscribing on whatever platform you do stream. Also, follow me on social media at Tic Tac Titans on Twitter and at Locked On Titans Pod on Facebook. Let's dive into this rookie minicamp. So it went from May the 14th through May the 16th, Friday through Sunday. And first thing I want to do is take a look at the roster of players who actually attended this rookie minicamp for the Titans. The roster is a mix of the Titans undrafted free agents, the Titans drafted rookies, and some guys with little to no NFL experience who may not necessarily be a rookie, but still need the reps and qualify for a rookie minicamp. Let's go through this list. We have kicker from Ohio State, Blake Howell. We have punter from Cincinnati, James Smith. Both of those guys undrafted free agents. We have wide receiver Des Fitzpatrick, the Titans drafted rookie in the fourth round. We have wide receiver Mason King. 
McKenzie, who spent time with the Titans last year on the practice squad. He qualified for this despite not being a rookie. Cornerbacks Caleb Farley and Elijah Molden, who were both draft picks for the Titans in the top 100 picks, were both out there with the team. Now, Caleb Farley did not participate physically, but he was a part of the program. We'll discuss that more in our second segment. Elijah Molden was limited, quote unquote, so we'll discuss that as well. But then Another defensive back who was drafted by the Titans, Brady Breeze, the safety out of Oregon. We have undrafted free agent running back, Makai Sargent out of Iowa. We have undrafted free agent fullback slash tight end, Tory Carter out of LSU, tight end Miller Forrestal, an undrafted free agent out of Alabama. We have another guy like Mason Kinsey who has spent some time in the NFL, but only one year of experience, but qualified for this linebacker, Jan Johnson out of Penn State. We have undrafted free agent tight end, who I'm pretty interested in, Briley Moore out of Kansas State. We have outside linebacker, Justice Reed, the undrafted free agent out of Virginia Tech. We have Monty Rice, the rookie linebacker, the Titans drafted. We have Anthony McKinney, who is going to be considered a rookie this year. Remember, he was an undrafted free agent for the Titans last year, but opted out due to COVID. So nice to have him back. Brandon Kemp, another guy who spent some time with the Titans last year at offensive tackle, but is able to participate in this event. Cole Banwart, the guard out of Iowa, an undrafted free agent rookie. Chander Herring, an offensive lineman who's an undrafted free agent for the Titans out of Brigham Young. We have Naquan Jones, the only interior defensive lineman of the group. I'm very interested in what he could be for the Titans this year. An undrafted free agent out of Michigan State. Paul Adams, a tackle who, again, has had some NFL experience on a practice squad, but not enough to disqualify him from this event. Then Dylan Radins, the Titans' second-round pick out of North Dakota State at offensive tackle. Racy McMath, a sixth-round pick for the Titans out of LSU. Tommy Hudson, another guy who isn't a rookie, but has had some time on the practice squad for the Titans that qualified at tight end. And then Rashad Weaver, the outside linebacker, from Pittsburgh, who obviously is dealing with some personal situations, but nice to see him out on the field for the Titans. We have some guys who are there on just a tryout basis. Quarterback Brady White, who is the only quarterback, he's one of the most he is the most productive player at quarterback in Memphis history in college. So Brady White is the only quarterback out there getting the reps. You have uh Kaljai Liskip. The wide receiver out of Vanderbilt, could have butchered that, can't tell you. Uh, Josh Nurse, the cornerback out of Utah, and then Otis Anderson, a running back out of Central Florida. So that's all of the players that attended this event in some capacity. Now, what did the event consist of? Well, a lot of film sessions to start, and then the players would go out, they would do individual drills, they also would combine as a team, they would do walkthroughs, not only walkthroughs, but they would do jogthroughs where they're at a, a half pace, also doing seven on sevens and things like that. So a ton of different individual drills, team walkthroughs, team jogthroughs, and then film work as well. So getting guys acquainted to the NFL process is basically the point. Now, when will these rookies be back in the building? and working for the Titans. Well, they are able to go out on their own for the next week, but on May the 24th, the Titans organized team activities do begin that will include the rookies and the veterans. Now, those are voluntary 
organized team activities and with the ongoing NFLPA situation and guidance, who knows how many Titans veterans will show up, but the rookies we should expect will return to the Titans on May 24th for a couple weeks of organized team activities, and it'll be exciting to report on that information as well. But that's going to do it for the beginning of our Monday show. We are going to move forward and, you know, zoom in a little bit, talk about some of the individual performances, some individual notes uh, is a better way to put it from some of the Titans' biggest or most exciting players in my view. So we will get into that next. First, Titans fans, listen up. Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC, is offering a complimentary bottle to all football fans in America. To get your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T, text DRAFT, D-R-A-F-T, to 231 231. This unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testfin, which helps boost free testosterone and total testosterone levels and increase energy and lean muscle mass. Plus, text now and they'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you get back in shape absolutely free. Text DRAFT, that's D-R-A-F-T, to 231-231. That's DRAFT to 231-231. Message and data rates may apply. Stoinks, memes, rocket ships, Day trading can be a lot of fun, but if you want to grow your long-term wealth and make it to the moon, you should open up a Wealthfront investment account today. Decades of data show that investors that trade individual stocks underperform the market every year. In fact, only 1% of day traders beat the market. The odds are not in your favor if you're doing it alone. Team up with Wealthfront instead. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on the preferences that you control. Wealthfront can even help you lower the taxes you pay on your investments. For an average client, their tax loss harvesting can more than cover the low annual 0.25% advisory fee. Best of all, it's automatic. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash locked on NFL. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to wealthfront.com slash locked on NFL. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash locked on NFL to grow your savings. Go to wealthfront.com slash locked on NFL to get started today. To open today's show, we got into some of the macro details about the Titans rookie minicamp from over the weekend, what took place, who was there, when to expect to see the rookies back, but I kind of want to zoom in a little bit and take a look at some individual names, talk about some observations that I picked up from some of the people covering the rookie minicamp, also some of the quotes that these players said in their media availability afterwards, and also some of the things that Mike Vrabel had to say in his media availability after the rookie minicamp on Saturday. So let's dive into some of that. I'm going to start with some of the Titans' top draft picks. Number one, 
Caleb Farley, the Titans' first-round cornerback. Obviously, Caleb Farley could be a fantastic player for the Titans, but there are questions about that back injury. And Farley was not able to participate out on the field with his teammates. That's something that should have been expected, though, as he rehabs from back surgery in February. But he was at the event doing film work, going through walkthroughs, you know, getting to know his teammates, all of the things that are natural things that are required when being part of a football team. So he did attend the event. He is a part of the team and I like seeing that even though he's just rehabbing and and studying. Some of the things that he had to say uh, basically said that he felt like he was a freshman in college all over again. He's just dying to get back out on the field. Right now his days consist of meetings with coaches, studying the playbook and working on his rehab. Said he's just working hard at it. Also said he's working his butt off with the trainers, trying to get in the best shape of his life so that when he does get ready, he feels as healthy as possible he's ready to go, um, you know, doing rehab, doing playbook study, doing film work. That's all the stuff you want to see a guy doing if he's not able to get out on the field. So good start for Caleb Farley. Offensive tackle Dylan Radins, the Titans' second-round pick. Uh, he's a humorous guy. He said it's nice to get a suntan uh, being down in the south in Nashville rather than being up in uh, Fargo, North Dakota. So thought that was pretty funny. Also said that the camp has been fun. He he had only got to play one game last year, so any football, obviously, he's excited to get back out there. And He also said that uh, his biggest goal right now is just to know the playbook and learn all the calls. He said, quote, the better you know the playbook, the faster you play. I'm learning the playbook book, getting familiar with it, speed and violence. If you don't know them, you can't play fast. I love that. Speed and violence, baby. You're dang right. You're dang right. Uh, Des Fitzpatrick, uh, Titans wide receiver. Everyone said that, you know, he looked quick. He looked flexible. He looked prepared out there. Uh, he said right now, uh, the only thing I'm worried about is learning my playbook, trying to gain the respect of my teammates. I'm trying to learn how to be a Titan. Wants to make a great first impression. Try to avoid mental mistakes. Happy to be here. So, uh, Des Fitzpatrick, he's the son of a wide receivers coach. Very professional and mature guy. Expect him to acclimate himself very, very quickly. Some other notes on some guys. Uh, Elijah Molden, the Titans' four, uh, third round defensive back, was limited on the day. He did not participate in the early portions of rookie minicamp, but he did come back out later and did seven on seven drills and did walk through. Mike Vrabel actually had this to say, quote, Elijah Molden did a little bit of work towards the end. Part of his plan today was to do walkthrough and some group, then some seven on seven to to, uh, to the end. Everyone has their own individual plan. If there was an injury report, we'd say he was limited. So, uh, limited for Elijah Molden. Rashad Weaver was out there. He got some hands-on work with Mike Vrabel out on the field. Um, but, of course, the biggest story with Weaver, it, Weaver is the you know, the off-field issues. And this is what Mike Vrabel had to say about the selection of Rashad Weaver. Quote, we stand by our process. Allegations we take very seriously. There are always going to be things that come up. We do everything we can to avoid those and then work through those things when they happen. Also, he said this, quote, we are all held to a high standard. Rashad Weaver's been attentive, wants to be a good teammate. We understand the severity of the accusation 
accusations. Take them very seriously. Also going to allow the legal process to run its course. So those are some things that Vrabel had to say about the Rashad Weaver situation. So understandable. I wouldn't really expect Vrabel to say much of anything else about the process. They One thing that we do know, though, is they don't plan to just outright cut the guy. So the intel that they're getting must be pretty good and that he's not going to be in any serious trouble. Uh, some other things that I wanted to point out, two undrafted free agents that are with the Titans right now, uh, Naquan Jones, who actually did sign a deal, so he should be going into training camp, worked as the only interior defensive lineman out there directly with defensive line coach Terrell Williams. Uh, Mike Vrabel had some hands-on work with Naquan Jones as well. Mike Vrabel actually had this quote about Naquan Jones. It's unique with the one defensive lineman, but I cut out some of his clips and I'm excited to show the team what he's improved on tomorrow morning. So to me, what I take away from that quote is Naquan Jones is a guy who has an undrafted free agent, has impressed the coaching staff to the point where Vrabel is using his tape as a way to encourage players and teach players what they're looking for during these mini camps and during interactions with coaches. And if there's one thing we know, John Robinson has a pretty good hit rate of getting some production from undrafted interior defensive linemen. You go all the way back to 2019 with Isaiah Mack out of Chattanooga. You go back to last year with Tyre Tart. Uh, Naquan Jones could be that guy and just it would be incredibly fitting if Daquan Jones found a way to get the Titans uh, a comp pick by signing with Carolina and then the Titans brought in Naquan Jones to eventually take over that role. So I I really like that. And then also uh, quarterback Brady White, the most productive quarterback in Memphis history. I'm very interested to see what he could do when given a shot. Now he's only in camp as a tryout. That means his deal is non-guaranteed. He's not guaranteed to come into training camp, anything like that. But from what I was reading up, what I heard, Brady White, very accurate with the short passes, but didn't get to do a lot. He is the only quarterback, but they're not doing a ton of complex offensive stuff where he gets to throw the ball down the field. A lot of it is just walkthroughs and jogthroughs anyway where he doesn't even end up throwing the ball. So um, a, a lot more work to be done, but Brady White accurate with the throws that he was allowed to make. So that's going to do it for our individual zoom in on what took place in rookie minicamp. Next, we're going to talk about a little bit of a quote from Titans beat writer Jim Wyatt on the wide receiver position, why I think it's so interesting and what it can mean. Before we do that, got to remind you guys about betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball is in full swing. The NBA playoffs are here. NHL is in full swing. You got a ton of UFC and MMA action throughout the summer. Make sure that before the next pitch, you head over to betonline.ag, use your laptop or mobile device, check out all of the greatest sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. And speaking of sign-up bonuses, if you head to their website today, betonline.ag, sign up for free and use promo code Locked On. that's one word locked on, you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. We are going to cap off this Monday show by talking about something that Titans on staff beat writer Jim Wyatt had to say in uh, his mailbag article about the Titans wide receiver position. And I hope you all are prepared to put on your tin foil hats. 
But before we dive into that, just want to remind you guys about the Locked On Today podcast hosted by Peter Bukowski. It's basically all of the biggest sports news in under 20 minutes every single day. It's like having the sports section read to you. Make sure that you check out the Locked On Today podcast on whatever platform you do stream. But number one, let's go over what Jim Wyatt had to say. So basically, he was asked a question about the wide receiver position, uh, the the fan basically was saying, feel like the Titans are going to make another big move. And this is what Jim Wyatt had to say. Now, remember, Jim Wyatt isn't just a beat reporter. He is an employee of the Tennessee Titans. He's in the building every single day with the people who make decisions. So while he tries to couch what he has to say, we have to listen to what he's telling us. So this is what Jim Wyatt had to say in response uh, to fan George talking about the wide receiver position. Quote, Hey, George, I'm not hearing anything. What I suspect, the draft picks and the other guys battling for playing time and roster spots will be given a chance to prove themselves this offseason and in camp, but I think another addition is a real possibility just because right now the group is loaded with guys with little experience. End quote. And the number one thing there, he says, the group is loaded with guys with little experience. That's a window into what the team is thinking. Yeah, they like the young receivers that they have, but at the end of the day, you're going to need some experienced veterans at every single position to be able to win a Super Bowl in the NFL. The Titans are not winning a Super Bowl with A.J. Brown, Josh Reynolds, and then the cast of characters that they have right now. Rookies and Cam Batson and Nick Westbrook, Akina, Marcus Johnson, and Chester. I mean, no. They're not winning a Super Bowl with that core. They need something else. They need a veteran, maybe two. So, how could the Titans do that? Well, of course, we always come back to Julio Jones. That's what everybody wants. That's what Titans fans want, and in my opinion, for a second-round pick and maybe a fourth-round pick, the Titans are going to have an extra fourth-round pick as a compensatory pick in 2022. So give the Falcons your fourth-round pick and your second-round pick and get Julio Jones for $15 million this year, $11.5 million the next two seasons, one of the greatest wide receivers in the history of the league. I know that he's older. I know he's had some injury issues, but... This is exactly the type of move that wins you a Super Bowl. You get veteran additions that make additions that make sense for costly prices. Or not costly, but cost effective prices. So Julio Jones at eleven million and a half dollars the next two seasons, that's fantastic value right there, especially with the cap about to boom and go all the way up. So From my perspective, that's the obvious move that the Titans need to make, but that's not completely dependent on what the Titans uh, you know, do. That's also dependent on what the Falcons want to do. They could just hold Julio Jones and cut other players to get under the cap. The Falcons are in a cap nightmare still. They're going to have to make moves after June the 1st. And remember, after June the 1st is when that Julio trade would even happen. So we'll wait a couple more weeks and see what happens here. But if it's not Julio Jones on the free agent market, I've been saying for a long time, the Titans need to go get Golden Tate. Even if they trade for Julio Jones, I think going out and get Golden Tate would be a good idea. I think the Golden Tate addition would be even better. If they also got Julio Jones, if you had Julio Jones, A.J. Brown, Josh Reynolds, and Golden Tate, now that is an NFL wide receiver core. That is what you want to see. That is fantastic. The Titans would go from having one of the worst wide receiver cores in the league to one of the better ones in the league pretty quickly. Now, Golden Tate, 33 years old. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Golden Tate is some answer, but the reality is the Titans don't rely on a slot receiver in their offense all that much. 
but I don't think that you can have Cam Batson be that guy either. There's a fine line here between not needing a stud at that position and also not needing an NFL player to play that position as well. So Golden Tate doesn't need to be out there as much as, you know, a a, a typical slot receiver for a different team. He gives you that Adam Humphreys veteran leadership in the slot. He's not going to get paid anywhere near as much as Adam Humphreys was getting paid, so it makes sense from a cost perspective. It makes sense from a skill set perspective. makes sense from an experience perspective. Go get Golden Tate. Now, if you want to take a more high upside guy, D.D. Westbrook. Now, he's coming off a major injury. I do believe it's an ACL tear. D.D. Westbrook played slot receiver for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's a very fast guy. He's got some good upside to him. I think he's a quality wide receiver. But is he going to be ready off that injury? I don't know. You might need to rely on a guy like Golden Tate who has that experience as well. Westbrook isn't that experience of a guy. Still very young. Some other trade candidates. Jamison Crowder. Anthony Miller, Jamison Crowder from the Jets, Anthony Miller from the Bears, both slot options who their teams may be looking to replace. Remember, the Jets drafted Elijah Moore very high in the draft. Also, the Bears have publicly been trying to trade Anthony Miller, so we know about that. Uh, Deshaun Hamilton from the Broncos, I thought could be an option for the Titans, and we talked about him in a previous edition when I talked about the wide receiver position, but Deshaun Hamilton, like Jawan James from the Broncos as well, got injured last week, tore his ACL in a private off-site workout. Now, he won't be Uh, traded as was suspected. He's not going to be able to keep any of his money. He's just going to get released by the Broncos and miss the entire season. So that's out of the way. One other target that I talked about at wide receiver was Tim Patrick, another guy who's on the Broncos. But now that Deshaun Hamilton is a torn ACL and is probably going to be released and won't be able to help, will the Broncos just keep Patrick because they don't want to lose too much depth? at wide receivers. So interesting things to watch, but I agree with Jim White that I think the Titans do need to add something more in terms of leadership and experience in the wide receiver room. But that's going to do it for me today, folks. I hope you guys enjoyed this weekend recap of the Titans rookie mini camp. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.